The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services. Hey everybody, welcome to the Monday Follies. I'm Craig Folly, the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. Glad to have you with me today. And if you're just figuring this out, we have moved the Friday Follies to Monday because Fridays are already fun. We figured everybody needs a bit of a lift on a Monday instead. So that's why we're here today. And joining me today, Alan Langle, of course, the editor-in-chief here at Deadline Detroit. Welcome back, sir. Pleasure thanks, to have you thanks here. Thanks for having me. And Appreciate my friend it. Ed Kelly, who of course you hear on the Mitch Album Radio program on WJR, where he does... All kinds of wonderful voices. Uh, he's also an aspiring stand-up comedian, yes. actor, all kinds of fun More stuff. More of a perspiring stand-up comedian, there you go. actually, than anything. <laughs> Does it bother you, by the way, that, that, that Friday Follies, now the Monday Follies, the alliteration no longer works at all? You know, all? it's all right. Okay. I, 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 can, I can get by without that. I do like alliteration. With a little help from your friends. Absolutely. And that's why you guys are here. <laughs> and we've got a lot coming up on here. We're going to talk a little bit later on about uh, Betomania that is going on right <laughs> now. And uh, a number of other things that are happening. But we're going to start. We're going to start with President Trump because apparently he was celebrating Festivus this weekend because it was the airing of grievances via Twitter. Oh, my word. He went after everybody and everything on Twitter this weekend. We'll talk a bit later about the white supremacist stuff because I think that's something we need to get into. But... Let's let's see. What, what did he do first? Well, he went after John McCain. So there's yes. the dead guy who can't defend himself that he goes after on wow. Twitter. Uh, Mary Barra from GM. Yes. And then, of course, the union head at the Lordstown, Ohio plant, uh, blaming both of them for this plant not opening. Call, and, call him a Democrat. Well, yeah. yeah well, yeah, I'm sure Which that's exactly dirty what word in the White House. Jobs to go away from Lordstown. Right. Um, and and uh, then he went after everybody. Everybody right. on Twitter. Saturday Night Live. Over a rerun yes. that they aired this yeah. week, which was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He doesn't in a long like time. any of those shows at all. I well, wonder he must why. like him enough to watch them. <laughs> well, he obviously is paying attention, yeah. but um, what the heck is going on? Why? Why? Why this need to lash out at anything and everybody all the Alec time? Alec Baldwin, terrible impersonation, terrible, awful. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. And, I'm and sorry, like it's said, hilarious. It was a rerun. Yeah. That was the this, thing that made it great. This presidency is about Donald Trump. It's not about the people. And, and when you, you look at the distractions that this presidency has had, and he's only added to it, it's it's shameful. shameful. So sad. So sad. So, so sad. So sad. Bigly sad. <laughs> I mean, this man couldn't carry John McCain's water. Well, to really go after him posthumously, really? Is well, that not, not a new low? Time. I mean, no, I know. There are, there are no new lows. They're, all, they're just lows. <laughs> well, but the thing is, I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what it is he's so angry with John McCain about. I mean, granted, I understand the vote about the repeal and replace, yeah, right? That, yeah. that makes some sort of sense. But at the same time, you know, that's, is he suggesting that somehow John McCain deprived him of, of – of an actual accomplishment in this office? I think it's be, it all comes down to he wasn't invited to the funeral. Hmm. Oh, I, I think they, they already had they, they already had a hate thing going long before that. I mean, look, from the time that he said that he didn't see John McCain as a hero, because yeah. his heroes don't get caught, yeah, yeah, that, was, that was, you know, yeah. game on. Classic I had bone spirits. He didn't, okay? That yeah. does not make him a hero. 
Well, and as he said, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to Vietnam. So maybe he right. did think that John McCain, right. who went to Vietnam, was, was somehow stupid. less than him. Um, anybody think that Donald Trump would be the guy that actually, you know, bought his way into college like some of these other people? <laughs> Trust we'll one. get into that a little bit <laughs> later on. Um, because I think that's something that was in the news last week that we yeah. need to talk a little bit about. But yeah, Donald Trump, if he was still in the private sector, Don Jr. found out that he got into wherever he went because yeah. he apparently was a punter or something. Yeah. Where am I from again? Oh, yeah, Wharton School of Business. Daddy, how much did you pay? But, but the thing about what, one of his tweets about John McCain, he called him last in his class, John McCain. But, but Donald Trump is the guy that apparently has paid people off to not release any of his academic right, transcripts, right. even going back to high school. And right. yet, if McCain had gotten a degree from Trump University, all would have been forgiven. <laughs> That's right. So what what do you get a degree in? Beefology? What do you Trump, get from Trump, Trump University? Well, marketing. How to pick out I'll, good steak, what? I'll, the guy is a amazing marketer. He is marketed. I mean, he sells, you know, over the years, Trump steak, Trump vodka, yeah. and now Trump president. And people are buying everything. They you know, just buy whatever's on the shelf. I, if, if, if he hadn't run for, for office, I could yeah. see him being that guy. All you got to do is place these tiny classified yeah. ads. Yeah. There are those guys doing those infomercials. Or Tom Vu, the Get Rich Quick scheme. Yeah. You want chicks like me? You yeah. want a car like me? Remember that guy Tom Vu? How you like my this stuff? How you like the girls? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he is one <laughs> step above Tom Vu. And the other guy who's not, not in jail. I don't know. I think they're on a par. The guy I think is in jail right now, yes. but that's all right. Um, but all right. So the other thing, too, is that the president still this weekend could not bring himself to say anything about white supremacists. He has been, of course, mentioned in a number of different manifestos that have been put out there by people that have been carrying out these acts, suggesting that Trump has shown them a light or shown a light on their issue yes. and all this kind of stuff. When asked the other day if white supremacy is a problem, he said, no, it's just a few people who have very serious problems. There's an opportunity to sit there and say, you know what? These people are crazy. Nobody should pay attention to them. We need to denounce this in all its forms. It's not hard to do. But he doesn't want to lose votes. Yeah. That's pandering to That's the, No, he's of, right. I mean, so what, he can't lose that 2% of the population and still potentially well, win? They're, they're, he might gain they're the people more. who are not going to become vote for the other side regardless. So to, to, they're loyalists. To quote Megan Trainer, it's all about that base, about that base, about that base. <laughs> yeah, well, at the same time, Mick Mulvaney, of course, is the acting chief of staff. And he goes on Fox News yesterday and he says... Yes, he, he actually has to say the president is not a white supremacist. I'm not sure how many times we have to say that. Do we not said, have? You know what? Well, you have to that's keep a, that says nice it all. It to be true, that Do, says it all. Why would you have to keep saying that? If no uh, president has ever had to say that before, no. right. not once. No. Right. I mean, you know, because back when Andrew Jackson was in office, nobody was asking about white supremacy. It was sort of just something that people were taking it for granted yes. back then. Andrew Jackson, the forgotten Jackson. There's Michael Tito, Jesse. Yeah. And, well, Andrew, and, of course, you know, who killed a whole lot of Native Americans yeah. and, uh, and, and really did believe in white supremacy. And do we not have a federal conviction that sort of establishes him as a racist, if not a white supremacist? Well, with you the know, letter C with a circle. Policy and, and, uh, and, and rental guidelines and all that sort of stuff. I do believe that 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 would play in, would it not? Is that a stretch on my part? It might, but at the same time, how come? How come he can't do it? Well, I I think he's sort of given the signal that it's no longer, you no longer have to be ashamed if, if you're a bigot, if you're, I mean, the thing about, you know, like 
the, the, the shooting at the mosque, you know. Uh, you know, nobody can say, oh, Donald Trump, even though the guy, you know, mentions him in the manifesto. But he insults him in the manifesto, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, funny yeah, part. Yeah. And, but, but the thing is, <laughs> at, at, and bouquet. At, at minimum, we can say the guy, I mean, the guy has this amazing platform to be able to spread goodness in the world. And as far as that's concerned, he has done zero to spread any kind of love or, or unity in the world. But at the same time, he also knows that Australia went with, the guns are gone. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand being a close neighbor they're, they're may pick up the same policy following this event, being that the, the huge contributions that show up from the NRA for the Republican Party, is, it, is he worried about funding? Well, look, the guy is not an uh, ideologue in, in, no. by any means. <laughs> no, no. You know, he doesn't really stand for anything. And, and, and the Republicans, I find it hard to believe that, uh, you know, Mitchell and Lindsey Graham actually think he's a great guy, but they see him as this great vessel for their ideologue, yes. ideology to, yes. to push that. And so they're running with it. He's right greasing now. their paths. They, they, are not, they are not of the same ilk. Now, the interesting thing about this, too, talk about tone deafness. Judge Janine Pirro gets her Fox her show taken off of Fox News the other right. night because she made some Islamophobic remarks. Out of line. Um, yeah. uh, she definitely was. And, and I'm, in mourning. I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning. But Donald Trump, then, the same day of the shooting, is yeah. tweeting about how we need to make sure that she's brought back on the air and that Tucker Carlson, for all his you know, uh, Islamophobic and, and uh, basically homophobic and anti-immigration statements that we need to protect these people. So all the people who are spouting the language of hate, frankly, and intolerance, he's supporting them. Let's not forget Rush. Well, but Rush Limbaugh at least is smart enough to keep his mouth shut about saying white supremacists are good people. On occasion. On occasion. (laughs) (laughs) It says the guy who works on WJR. I'm I'm just that. Yes. Which carries that show. I I actually work for a separate show. Yeah, that's true. I I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Sad state of affairs when when you have to say that, that, uh, you know, the defending of, you know. It's, it's, I don't don't get it. I don't get it. And it's the first time in my, you know. I never thought I would have to see a president's chief of staff say that. How many times do we have to keep saying that? I think uh, until he proves that it's not true. Until he shows us that it's not true by actually roundly condemning evil people who do evil things. Right. And it's right. that simple. I'm sure there are good people on both sides, Greg. Yeah, there aren't. Yeah, so it's hard there when aren't. you. When, I've been saying this for for years. I mean, like down in Virginia, when you see all these guys with. Tiki, tiki, torch, torches, whatever they are. Tiki, 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 tikis, <laughs> and 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 they're chanting the what is? It? You the will Jews not replace us. us. The, yeah, Jews the Jews will, will not, not replace, replace us. us. It's like, I'm sorry, you've lost any standing to be defended at that point by the president of the United States. You just have to back away. Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up believing that Nazis were bad. Yeah. That's just what yes, I was taught. Think? I, you know, call, I, me I, call me old-fashioned. Call me old-fashioned. Call me old-fashioned, but I hate Nazis. <laughs> My mother, being the Glasgow Scot and having been in the, the Royal Air Force, uh, had a great saying, they damn Germans, if you give them a chance, they did again. <laughs> she said it every chance she got. Well, all right. So I did mention, of course, we should probably move on here from yep. Donald Trump because we could spend hours on this guy. Endlessly. And that's probably not a good idea. But let's go to the college admission scandal, which which <laughs> we uh, dealt with last week. And, and I thought this was really interesting. I mean, one, that anybody was shocked that rich people are finding ways to get their children in the quote-unquote side door of these universities. Yes. You know, but this was very, very blatant and unusual. 
But my favorite part about this is that one of the people, we, we knew about the actresses, obviously, and, and the famous people that were trying to get their kids in. But my favorite is this guy who is um, the ethical investing guy. Oh, that guy. The yeah. ethical investing guy um, <laughs> who was working to get his kid into college. Uh, so... <laughs> Wasn't one payment like three hundred grand? Three hundred thousand dollars to buy his kids' way into USC. His name is Bill McGlashan. Yes, and yeah. he was in charge of the Rise Fund, uh, and he's on the founders board along with Bono, <laughs> amongst some other people. It's an investment firm that purports to have a quote deep personal and professional commitment to driving social and environmental change. It's yeah. ethical investing for those who actually worry about that kind of stuff. Well, ethics clearly not his strong suit. Wow. Yeah. Well, hypocrisy Impressive. counts for something. Well, that's right. Hypocritical <laughs> investing. Yeah. At least you know, and maybe that's what that is. I, I find it, it interesting that whole the whole thing is is almost really not about the kids, but it's about the the, the status, the prestige the, of yes. parents. Being able to brag and say, my kid's going to Yale, my kid's going to Princeton. It's not about the kids. It's about their egos. And and that's really kind of the sad part because, well, I mean, look at the shame, hopefully, that they brought to their children for their children to be ashamed of their parents and to be ashamed well, he, of the he situation. He claims he tried to keep his son from knowing about this. But at the same time, he was sitting there telling this guy, this, this uh, guy who was in charge of this thing, that... You know, hey, well, I'll find a picture of him doing something kind of athletic so you can Photoshop him onto a kicker. And we'll make him a kicker, place kicker slash punter. I'll just say he went to this place kicking yes. camp because your high school team doesn't even, doesn't even have a football right. team. Right. So they had but, to uh, but every high school needs a punter, though. Well, regardless. Well, that's one it. was a swimmer, though. Right. Well, one, there was water polo. Who couldn't actually swim. Well, did you, they had to find a photo. Yes. The Photoshop thing was great. They had a picture of him standing up in the shallow, and they're like, no, he's too high out of the water. You have to find a Way to make it look like he's deeper in the water. Okay. Just get Mark Spitz and put his head on <laughs> Mark right. Spitz. This is why we have to be aware of fake news. It could all be photoshopped. Okay. Uh, well, I suppose that's probably true, Mr. President. But in this case, uh, no. But the fact that they were these schools don't check on whether or not these kids ever intend to play sports. And I can understand Laurie Laughlin or Laughlin, whichever you prefer, paying you know three hundred thousand dollars to get your child into an Ivy League school. USC, really? Well, I heard it's hard to get in the USC. I don't know. I never wanted to go there. Who wants to be called the Trojans? Come on. <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. But, um, you know, at the same time, this guy, just this is one of the unnamed people, right? The, yes. the two famous people have been dragged through the news yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But he clearly um, now has some, some splain into He's you. the poster child. Because he did it not once but twice, if I'm not mistaken. He did a second payment of like two hundred grand for another that tier of education. And the other thing, too, is this guy paid $50,000 additional to have his son's ACT record. Expunged? Well, basically fixed. His fixed. kid went and okay. took a test yeah. somewhere. Yeah. A different person took it somewhere else. That's the one that got turned in. Oh, this is why I worry about online universities. <laughs> well, the online universities, I mean, heck, they're not involved in this stuff. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that you could have anybody sit at your keyboard. I mean, it better be photo verified or have the camera on the whole time. I know. I just, Something. you know... I've I've been trying to wrap my head around why you know it's so important for parents to have kids that go to these prestigious schools. You know, I, I went to Western Michigan University um, and uh, had a good time while I was there. <laughs> Enjoyed it very much. Clearly, and, uh, look, I, I turned out okay. Yeah. You know, clearly I've got some flaws as anybody does, but at the same no time. I, I don't think my life has been harmed in any way by not going to Harvard or Yale. Um, in fact. 
fact, I, I almost prefer it because you would have hated New Haven. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't I, have a good it, side of town. First of all, I would have flunked out in my first semester, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, it would, I would not have been uh, the right kind of material for that, but and uh, nobody to pay my way and, yeah. and make sure that my grades were where they needed to be. To yeah. keep oh, he's there. over at Toad's Place. I'm sorry. Well, I, I used to uh, have a line when my I went to Michigan State, and my roommates would say, hey, uh, you're going to the library tonight? And I'd say, uh, no, I've got to study. <laughs> <laughs> I may steal that. Yeah, that yeah, true. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I kind of kind of like the Michigan State uh, way of thinking there. Right. I'll tell you what. You know, when I was at Western, I used to visit friends at Michigan State and at the University of Michigan and, and Grand Valley and places like that, wherever they happen to be nearby. Sure. I always had a lot more fun at Michigan State than I did in Ann Arbor. Oh. Yes. A lot we, more fun. And uh, that was not a bad was thing, a, necessarily. Uh, party school. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on away from college sure. for just a second? Um, yeah. But re- remember, parents. College is only four years of their life, hopefully. Yeah. Four uh, years of their life. They're going to spend a I lot more time doing right, something right. else. There you go. Yeah. And 10 years I tried, of debt. I tried doing six, but my parents caught on. <laughs> they were. I, I had to do a lot of credits my my fifth year because they were like, no, no, your sister did four years. Why are you needing six? Because you were having a little bit more fun. Yeah. You were developing your social status. Right. You right. see that? Social skills social are important. Skills, I was going to say they, they social intelligence, it makes you socially mobile in the work Especially world. Especially if right. you're going into journalism. You've got to be able to talk to people. Interact. It kind of matters. So that's, that's what I always said. My, my social skills were highly, highly developed. Uh, all right. So shall we move on to Beto? He's in town today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, today. He, yes. he was at a coffee shop, I think, in Thurndale. I watched a little bit of it on Facebook this morning. Uh, how WXYZ. exciting was it? Was, was yeah. there the screaming throngs? Was it uh, Beto-mania? Well, you know, he, he looks like a candidate. I mean, he, he, he looks legitimate. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, Kennedy he, looks, he looks legitimate. He looks like he's there. for You know, the thing I don't like is that he's a little bit too full of himself, that he's like, he's the well, answer. I was born to, to this. do this? I was born to do this. This is, you know, uh, you know everyone's relying on me to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but he's got some charisma and he speaks well and I guess we'll see where it goes. It's a wide open field right now. He's another cult of personality. I thought it a little unfair the way they cornered him about a running mate, though. I mean, it's like so. Would you have? One? Well, I, I I'm not sure who I would choose to run with me as a vice presidential candidate, but I'm not saying it wouldn't be a woman. It's like. Give him a chance. You know. Well, it's but, been two days. It's a little Come soon. On, <laughs> In this day and age, you better you better know you better, right now. You better know. But. Uh, and it's just, but look, Beto O'Rourke's an interesting guy. He, he ran t- tough in Texas, yeah. which is not an easy thing to do okay. to unseat a, a sitting senator, yeah, even if it is bit, Ted Cruz. Right. Yes. Uh, Although I would, I would vote against a rat that ran against Needle Nose. <laughs> I really would, <laughs> it's, just because I can't stand the man. But but, but Beto O'Rourke, I mean, he's getting a lot of attention. Uh, he's raised a lot of money in the first couple of yes. days already. But there are 20 candidates probably that are going to be in this race when it's you all could said and done. You feel the ball club. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, Joe Biden basically announced this weekend by a slip of the tongue, whatever you yes. want to call it, that he's pretty much in. Right. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Beta Aurora, Kirsten Gillibrand Pe- is in, and, and uh, you know, Kamala Harris and so many others. I, I personally am liking Mayor Pete. Mayor People. Pete Buttigieg. I like that kid. I love the name. People have talked about uh, already about a ticket Biden uh, O'Rourke, uh, Bit O'Rourke, and and that would be an interesting balance. I mean, you look at uh, Biden and you think, is he? You know, not a young man. I mean, is that is that what the Democrats want to do? Is is reach back 
and say the good old days of Obama, or do they want to move forward? And and that's that's a question, you know, whether people are going to want to put up with that. I mean, it's interesting. Hillary Clinton has. I, I think we're not hearing any mutterings, although there seem to be some mutterings that maybe she would be had been considering it. But there's no way. Well, did she say she was out the other day? Did she say that? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I, she's I could, out. Yeah, she's not. She's not going to run. Oh. She's not going to run. I, I don't think she'd have any chance. I think people no, this, were so yeah. disheartened with. Well, the, I mean, with obviously, the this this there's they're going to call the herd at some point, you know, yeah. and and we'll see what happens. Those first debates, I think, are coming up in June. And there um, are financial parameters as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you you've got to see if you can raise some money. You got to have so much in the kitty before you're even considered. So there's, well, it, it'll get weeded hangers out. On, though, there will yeah. be some hangers on, but I, you know, I have a feeling that. You know, Beto O'Rourke's already had to walk back two statements that he made in the past couple of days. Exactly. I mean, so everything these people say right. is going to be criticized and scrutinized. Right. And, and how active is this left wing of the party going to be at filtering these candidates out? Right. You know, so Joe Biden trying to claim that he's the most you know progressive of all the candidates uh, that might be running or are, I mean, might be running. Uh, this time around. Well, he did bang his head this weekend and cut it in the shower. So there you go. And can, <laughs> the question is, can Trump win without Russia? <laughs> They're already, they've already been working on it. not even so. be in the race. You never know. I mean, well, that's a possibility. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's, you know, the problem is I was, I was thinking about it this morning is that either one, if Hillary had been elected or Trump, you know, who was elected, I, it was going to be just a circus of distractions of Senate, congressional investigations into both of them. Whoever became president happened to be Trump. And so we're probably going to go through the rest of the term with if he lasts that long th- with investigations. We would have been the same thing if Hillary had been uh, elected. We would have been in the thick of one investigation after another. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and the American people are the losers here. How much is really getting done in Washington, you know, amid all this? Gridlock. Yeah, it's just <laughs> – and the divisiveness has never been greater, really, than than now. I mean, you know, you would hope at some point that Trump would be a, a, a unifier for both parties where both sides would finally say, <laughs> okay, but – I mean, a unifier that uh, in, in, in an unintentional way okay. that, that, he, that people would finally say, okay, this is too crazy. All right, let's pick some moderate on one side or the other. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say not in his skill sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not, don't, don't mistake me. I mean, he's not the one yes. who would intentionally do that. Right. I mean, just the fact of his presence, of his divisiveness, it's really just – I mean, we've – We've had some bad presidents. We've had many bad presidents, but we've never had a president who doesn't really act like a president, or at least not in our modern you know, No, times. he's unlike anything we've ever seen. I, I would agree in, in with that. History. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, hey, let's go local here for just a second. Right. I, I thought this was good, and, and you guys wrote about this. Uh, well, we wrote about this on Deadline Detroit uh, last week. A woman who gave the cops the middle finger. Oh, yeah, the digital uh, salute. Yeah. She gets out of it. The, right. the, the cops were not justified to pull her over just for giving the cop the finger, which I don't recommend that. No, right. I, I don't say. recommend doing that to, to the police officer, but I think the courts were right in this one. You know, that is freedom of expression. And you know what? Sometimes the police, uh, you know, oh, they, yeah. they, they're not always the friendliest people when you nope. deal with them. Right. Uh, they can be a little serious at times. And right. that job is taxing, in, you know, in their defense. I, I, I'm Can't not be. suggesting it is, but at the same time, look. 
God bless her that she got away with it. But I, I, I know when it. I get pulled over, I'm not going to do it. Hands ten on the two. wheel, ten and yes, two. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, sir. no back talk. I, I know if they're being if they're being total jerks, I might, you know, I would maybe consider following up at City Hall afterwards out of, you know, after the situation. But, you know, during the thing, I mean, when I get pulled over, it's it's very, I, you know, the idea of me giving the cops a finger yeah. is, is insane. After he let her off with a warning. Well, well, no, he gave her a, a lesser charge. He gave her a, a non-moving charge. violation, okay. which, I, you know, Ferndale yeah. does that a lot. No points. It's right. a $150 ticket in Ferndale yeah. for a non-moving violation, maybe a hundred. Impeding. They so, give you an impeding okay. traffic right. instead of speeding. So I would have done the exact same thing that she did after he was around the corner. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right, later on. <laughs> right, or mutter under your breath at that point. If the windows somebody. were up. If the windows right. were all up. Oh, so boy, I, oh, boy. But I'm brave know. like that. I'm an iconoclast. Well, let's let's talk about driving some more. I, I thought this story was interesting. There's a man in Pennsylvania, uh, he's like in an Uber or some sort of ride service. Uh, he gets arrested for assault. This is March when this happened. Yeah, the driver of his car <laughs> wouldn't stop singing Christmas carols in the car, <laughs> and the guy starts strangling the driver yeah. because he won't stop singing wow. Christmas songs. There's now, a, there's a certain radio station I'd like to to yeah. strangle the music director, frankly, for right. their, their Christmas music, which starts in I don't know August first. Well, the, November the, 1st. the yeah. coffee shop on Cirrus uh, Radio, I think they started just. Yeah. It must have been weeks and weeks before Christmas yeah. was like... All of a sudden, ever. Michael Buble is on the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly right. A but little, is that justifiable assault? Is there a judge out there that would sit there and go, you got a point there, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I, obviously, the reaction was not correct. No. Uh, strangling a guy who's driving the car you're in is a really bad idea. One. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I've seen right. movies where that kind of thing happens and yeah. somebody has to take over the wheel. But those are comedies. Or non-realistic action films. Okay. Maybe All we right. could have a book, 10 Things Not to Do While You're Riding yeah. in Someone Else's yeah. Car or Riding in a Car. One, not giving the cop a finger. Two, not choking your Uber driver. Yeah. Well, this is great. So the driver of the car reportedly was singing Christmas carols, which upset Mr. Lucas, Clayton Lucas, 25-year-old, East Deer Township, northeast of Pittsburgh. First of all, Clayton should have been the clue. He reached around the driver's seat and began choking him to the point where he almost lost consciousness. When Pennsylvania State Police tried to arrest him, he allegedly wouldn't cooperate and refused to listen to their orders before eventually being taken into custody. Oh, my God. All your Christmas is white. And, and so I, I don't there's no mention as to whether or not this guy was in the car because he was getting a ride after drinking or anything like yeah. that. It doesn't say. Um, but, yeah, this was it, it is a little odd that this guy was still singing Christmas carols on March 4th. He, yeah, but you don't have to be sane to drive for any of these companies. There is no sanity test or Rorschach test. Sanity I, clause. Sanity. There is sanity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alan Lingle for Alan. a point. That's, well that's good. Actually, you know, that point is taken away for bad puns. That's pretty bad. I liked it. Um, <laughs> all right, talk about this. I thought this was interesting. Uh, this lady in New York went to go visit her parents' grave. Yeah. <laughs> Several months after after they had been buried. Yes. And this is like something out of the haunted mansion. She's sitting there kneeling on the grave to like fix a, a wreath that was there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, her body starts sinking into the ground where <laughs> no, the bodies are buried. Yeah. And like knee deep or hip deep. Yeah. Just where well, she, well. she had to literally grab the headstone. To, to keep herself from sinking into the ground, yeah. which is like. Stuff nightmares are made out of. This wow. is like out of a horror movie. I'm thinking acid flashback. Something you know, in my head. That's where I would be going. Not that I ever, you know, 
part. Okay. That but, would be wrong. Yes, that would be very wrong. But Go so ahead. basically, she did. She had to grab onto the headstone to keep herself from sinking down. Apparently, they had dug another grave next to where her parents were, and they hadn't filled it in. There was a cavity in there, yeah. and so everything sort of, when she put the weight on it, it all collapsed in, and she sank down oh. into the, a sinkhole that was created. This reminds me of when I was... She, of course, is suing for lots of money. Point. And may get, not not what she's asking for. She's asked for five or something like that? Yeah. And she, she, she may get a mill out of it, just for trauma and, and you know, uh, therapy, et cetera, et cetera. But this whole thing Free reminds... Free Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a in a plot for you. <laughs> a plot. You see what he did there? Oh, man. You, I'm, I'm almost going to bow out here. But no, the whole scenario reminded me of the day that ratings came in when I was in terrestrial radio. You know? Yeah. Right. The GM's that office. sinking feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to fire us all today? Yeah. Yes. Will we make it out the door without a cardboard box? That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, here's what she said through her attorney. I will never go back there again. I now fear walking in open feels and I have nightmares and headaches wow. and I need counseling now. And if somebody <laughs> Which, had caught it on video, it would have gone viral and she could have been a content producer and an influencer and, wow. and, and monetized that. Well, it sounds like it, all the key being words. being an influencer gets you into college easier. <laughs> that's what they <laughs> said. Yeah, it, it, Unless you're Lori Loughlin's daughter, it gets you out of college. That's right. That's yeah. right. It, it sounds like she has all the key words uh, fit for a lawsuit. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. I need help. You know, it's all the... Only thing missing is loss of consortium. <laughs> that's 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 one that's almost in every suit. I can no right. longer have sex. Right. That's usually included in these psychological right. lawsuits. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a tough one to prove, obviously. But, uh, but that would freak you out, though. Oh, are you said, kidding I, me? It right. was like um, every ghost story you heard when you were a kid was in a graveyard. It's a Stephen like, you know, King novel. Exactly. I'm honestly. Pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah except his mom cemetery. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Um, we have a boss in the room here, and, and Alan Langle here. We have a, you know, a business person who runs a business. Shouldn't we just shut down Thursday and Friday? It is March Madness. I mean, who's going to actually be paying attention to work? Yeah, go ahead. What the hell? We don't. <laughs> actually, we have work to do on those days, I realize. But, but it is exciting. I mean, uh, the Michigan State-Michigan game yesterday was, it was just, a great game. Was a great I, I root game for Michigan. I root for Michigan I, I just because my dad went there, and, and okay. so, you know, I have a rooting interest, but... Heck of a game yesterday. Kudos to the Spartans. I right. mean, three in a row over Michigan in any yeah. given year is really, really difficult. Right. Three over any team is difficult right. to do. Michigan's a good team. And what's Michigan State's reward? Getting absolutely <laughs> screwed in the seedings yesterday. <laughs> right. First right. of all, they should have been a one seed for winning the Big Ten the way that they did. I don't right. understand this. Absolutely. Tom Izzo did a magnificent job. They make them a two seed and stick them in Duke's bracket. Right. Which, did That's, Tom Izzo do something to the NCAA once? Why yeah. is he being punished? I don't know. But... Um, Nonetheless, I, you know, they can be too. We're, we're, we'll yeah, talk Stanley they, Cup in a second. Yeah, say, when you get to hockey, let me know. Round ball, not so much. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think it's exciting. I mean, it is. They, they did get screwed on that. but uh, You're going to have to beat Duke at some I, point anyway, I went, more than I, likely. I went to state. I'll root for both teams. I'll root for Michigan and Michigan State. I just want to. I'd, I'd like, like to them both to make the Final Four. That'd yeah. be pretty darn cool. Fourth right. time could be a charm for Michigan, although the right. way that they've been playing in the second half of these games, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Michigan, though, is a good tournament team, always has been. So yeah. we shall see. But I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Michigan State, I do think, I think they got a really, really bad draw. I don't right. understand. Like I said, Izzo must have done something to tick somebody off a long time ago. Right. Um, but we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Duke is not infallible, and I'm sorry, the ACC does not deserve three number one seeds. That's that's also right. and Gun- Gonzaga is a tough. Gonzaga is tough too, but show tough me team. what they've done in the tournament. Yeah, Gonzaga's had three number one seeds in their time. Where have they gone? Yeah, they've never won. True. And let's not forget the Pistons. 
They're in the six six spot. They won't go very far. No, probably, probably not. And, and the, the wings round, in the mean in, in the meantime, I'm sorry, the wings are in the lose for Hughes yes, sweepstakes. Yes, 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 Some yes. kid named Jack Hughes who's from here, isn't he? I'm not sure. Uh, like this phenom supposed to be the next Gretzky or something yeah. like that. So oh, now wow. it's not what they're saying for hockey is lose for Hughes so that you can get a chance at getting this guy in the lottery. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, we shall see. The wings. We though, have not seen a Gretzky in quite, you know, Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr. Well, I mean, you got Sidney Crosby. Yeah, I mean, there are, good. yeah, there are some, but I mean, I'm not sure at that. You know. No, no. Sidney Crosby, though, three cups, uh, yeah. been pretty, pretty dark. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly stars. All right, so, you know, it is Monday. We've got a lot of stuff coming up this week. And, of course, we're going to follow up on my show tomorrow uh, with some folks who are actually following Beto around to talk a little bit about the state of the race. So we'll be doing a lot of stuff this week here on Deadline Detroit on the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. And, of course, for all your news needs, check out DeadlineDetroit.com every single day. Check out Ed on the Mitch Album Show. He's been doing some funny movie reviews over there for yeah. a long time. Give Tuesday me, give and me, Friday. Give me a little Travolta. What? What? I don't like nobody touching my head. Did, did you do Captain Marvel? Did you yes, Did yes. you review Captain Marvel? <laughs> yes, what did it, uh, What did John Travolta have to say about that? I don't that? go to anything that came from a comic book, all right? <laughs> yeah. My tastes are very sophisticated. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they are. Do you like what I do with my hair? I shaved it all off. <laughs> I look like a roll-on deodorant. <laughs> All right. You can get more of that on Mitch's program on WJR when Ed is there. Thank you, Ed Kelly. Appreciate it. Alan Lengel, we appreciate it as well. Michael Lacido, thank you again for recording and engineering this broadcast today. And thanks to all of you who are watching live on Facebook. And if you're catching it later on the podcast or at Deadline Detroit or at YouTube, wherever it is, thank you very much for supporting it. Appreciate it very much. Have a great Monday, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services.